Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. Wow. The divisional round was crazy. Now we in the AFC NFC Championship game. It's very sad. We got that in the Super Bowl left. And then we on to a long, long off season. But other than that, what's going on with you, Kyle? How you feeling, man? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, as I said, there definitely was a bunch of excitement, you know, with the games this um this past weekend. Uh, so mm-hmm. it'd be cool to talk yeah. about them too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Before we get into all of that, there's no Jets news, so this is going to be straight just NFL topics. Um, one of the major news that happened was uh, Ben Roethlisberger retired. Um. You, you, you already know how I feel about that. Um, I thought he should have retired last last year, but he decided to give it one more go. Um, it, it, ben Roethlisberger, do you see him in the Hall of Fame, and, and what and what's the Steelers' next move for? What's the Steelers' next move for um, quarterback? Um, as um as far as as far as Hall of Fame, uh. I would have to say yes. Um, he's put up some big numbers, um, and he's won two Super Bowls. Uh, and not to mention, if you think about it, in that um, in that what we forgot what year was it? The the draft class that he came out with with Eli and Ben. To think that he's he's the last one of that that first round group you know, to, to retire. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, to show just the, the, the longevity that he was, he was able to have. So I would definitely say uh, he should be in the hall of fame just on that, you know, and as far as what they're going to do for quarterback, that's, that's a real mystery. Cause I, I don't think anyone on their roster is going to take over, you know, um, um, I think they said they're going to tender Haskins, I believe. So I think he's a restricted free agent. So yeah. um, who's to say they might use, you know, you know, whatever they can get from him to possibly move on and get another uh, QB via trade or something. But um, yeah, I'm, their their quarterback situation to me is a definitely a, a big question mark because I don't think um, Rudolph is the answer either. So. Right, I agree with you. Um, he gets sixty-four thousand passing yards, uh, passer rating ninety-three point five, um, four hundred eighteen touchdowns, two hundred eleven interceptions, and sixty-four percent, um, completion, uh, completion percentage. Uh, yeah, he de- he's definitely going to the Hall of Fame, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, and I I just think, in my opinion, for the Steelers. Overall, um, maybe maybe try to get a quarterback because I think it was I think it's been a long time since the Steelers had a losing season, and if they decide to draft one, yes, they def they defense is tremendous, but you know the offense is not. I I think the offense is not ready to win games as of right now, you know. And you saw the struggle, you know, not just from Ben Roethlisberger but the receivers. Um, Najee Harris had an okay season, wasn't the best, but 
if you're going to make a trade, which is rare for the Steelers because they, they really don't trade for a quarterback. Um, maybe you get Russell Wilson. Uh, maybe Aaron Rodgers, if possible. Um, this, this is very tough. I, I don't know, Kyle. This is very tough for the Steelers, man. The Steelers is in a weird situation right now. Yeah. I would say anything. Also, I don't know, because I said I'm not sure what they're looking at over there in, um, you know, in Minnesota, because I know they got a, um, I forgot, oh, what's the kid's name? They, I know they drafted a quarterback uh, last year. And, you know, with Cousins, Cousins is, you know. Oh, you're talking about Kellen Mond? Yeah, Kellen Mond, yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, he's somebody that I thought was would be a good quarterback if put definitely put in the right situation, you know, and I, I think mm. Minnesota is a great situation because you have two stellar wide receivers with Thielen and um, Jefferson. You have a right. solid running back and Cooks. So you have all the major components that you can add a quarterback to that, you know, might not be as polished as, you know, need to be, or you might want them to be. Correct. But you do the things around them that can, can help build them and make them better. So who knows? Like they, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if they moved on, um, you know, from, from cousins. You mm, know? That's, that's interesting. Now, now that right there is interesting though. You know what? I think because Kirk cousins is not bad. He's, he's, he's okay. Like good, you know, and, yeah, you put Cousins in that situation with Pittsburgh, he could, he could possibly get them some wins, you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? A veteran guy that um who would go in and still have a decent um, you know, running back you had Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. You know, just the fact that they would just have to um look to, you know, make some upgrades on the offensive line for him. Right. But other than that, you know, that to me is a a a pretty decent situation for him to, you know, for him to go into if, you know, if something like that was to happen. Right. That's very, very interesting point on that. We, we going to keep on the, on the lookout for that because we can actually see, see something like that happens. Um, but yeah, we, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a very sticky, sticky situation for the Steelers, but um, yeah, shout out to Ben Roethlisberger um, for a hell of a career. And so, yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, also Sean Payton stepping away from the game for a while. Um, would, would we, would you think you will see him, uh, coaching? Maybe he's not going to be coaching the, uh, next season, but would you see him come possibly coming back to coaching for a while? Or I mean, come, uh, coming back coaching maybe for the Cowboys if, if things don't work out with Mike McCarthy. Could you see that? Um, I don't, honestly, I don't know if, Peyton would want to go to somewhere like the Cowboys where he would be under uh, Jimmy Jones' stun, you know, because, you know, he has a big say in stuff and how that team is run. So I don't know if Peyton would want to go into that situation. Um, but as far as him coaching again, I can definitely see him coaching again. Um, I think he just needs to – I think he's just looking to have the right personnel, you know, in the right situation to go into so that he can, um, you know, do 
would he feel is best? You know, like he's has he has a good track record. So, um, you know, him going into a place, I don't think he would have to worry too much about people trying to micromanage him in terms of uh, how things should be run. So, but definitely, I can see him coaching again. Um, I can see him coaching as well. Uh, things, things just seem like it's not working out over there in uh, New Orleans. So maybe he needed to step away, um, maybe to be with his family. But I'm hearing uh, Aaron Glenn and a couple of other suitors for for the Saints job. So it it would be very interesting to see because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of candidates. Brian Dabble, uh, Flores. It's a it's a hell of a lot of candidates left. Um, and also with that being said, uh, coach update, we got Matt, <clears throat> sorry, Matt, Eber um, Eber uh, Chicago, new Chicago coach. We got Nathaniel, uh, Hackett, which was the offensive coordinator for the, um, Packers. He's the new coach in Denver. Byron, Byron left with is the leader for it for the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, head coaching job, but um, Fangio got a um, got a chance at the job too. So, um, so how are you feeling about those those choices right there, man? Um, I'm actually one of them. I'm definitely happy for um, um, for Leftwich to get the opportunity uh, to go back, especially to go back to you know the Jags and you know, try to, you know, turn that ship around, you know, and I definitely think that's cool. Um, it's funny, as I said, I, I heard the name and then realized, you know, who he was, um, you know, <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett being um, Paul Hackett's um, son, mm. which, you know, that's interesting to see that um, he was over there in the Green Bay and, the, you know, I know it helps the you know to have Aaron Rodgers, but still, you know, he's definitely part of a good um a good offense over there. So uh, I'd be eager to see what he's able to do transfer over to um Denver and their situation. Yeah. Um Dan Quinn was actually a finalist for both Chicago and um Denver, but Dan Quinn decided to stay with the Cowboys. Um, for next season as a defensive coordinator, which I thought was very weird because I really thought Dan Quinn would want to be a coach after um, actually improving the Cowboys' defense. You know, remember the Cowboys' defense was kind of uh, a little crappy, <laughs> but it's now it's kind of like on the average. It's not perfect or good, but it's good enough to give you the, you know, wins. So, right. so for me, it's just... You know, I think I think it was just a little weird for Quinn, but I guess I understand it. But you know, we we definitely going to keep up with these with these uh, coaches coming up, and also Josh McDaniels. I'm hearing Josh McDaniels got an interview with the Raiders, and he and this possibility he might be the next coach for the Raiders, which I I think will be crazy. Yeah, that um, yeah, that situation with uh, uh, what was I was say. Yeah, I just had the thought. <laughs> I just, uh, I just, oh yes, with with Quinn. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, I I I see him staying because of the fact of what he has on defense. You know, 
uh, Micah Parsons, like I said he's he's going to be a beast. Oh, he, he, Matt yes, going, he, is. he is a beast. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Having someone like someone like that that you you know you know you're going to be coaching you know for a while, you know, that's a reason to stay because that can be a building block for a defense that could be, you know, something special to watch. So, I I can see maybe that's, you know, a reason for him to to have stayed. You know what I mean? I, I I agree with you. Um, I I definitely agree with you. But you know, just like I said, um, I I knew Quinn was the perfect. I I, I said it before the season start. I said Quinn is the perfect candidate for that defensive coordinator spot for the Cowboys because I knew he could change that defense from crappy last, like close mm-hmm. to last in the league, to like at least middle of the pack, and that's all you need as of right now. And until you know, until you can build some players. Um, but yeah, Quinn Quinn is just doing the damn thing. Um, shout out to Quinn, and shout out to all the coaching candidates. I know that's probably the toughest thing to get as of right now. But when we get some more, when we definitely get some more news, we you know we definitely let y'all know. Um, let's let's move on. We got our uh, we got the the end of the year. The NY Jets fans end of the year winners. So we can start off with the uh, with the lowest and then go straight to the top. So the first one is comeback player of the year. Um, let's see. For me, I think uh, that one, I said, I'm not, I'm not too sure about that one. That one is You know what? No, I, I, I'm sure it, that, that has to go to Joe Barrow. You know, mm. the fact that he, you know, started so well or whatever and then got injured, you know, then to come back and to perform the way he did and essentially, you know, in the AFC championship game. Yeah, it, it has to go to Joe Barrow, at least for me. Um, my, you know what? <laughs> Mine's actually is gonna go to Dak Pres- um Dak Prescott. Um played only five games last uh 2020 and he played all 16 games, um, 37 touchdowns, um, 10 interceptions, close to 4,500 passing yards, 69% per completion. Um high on completion uh for his career and on um beat the uh, Cowboys record for most touchdowns by a quarterback. So um, Joe Joe Burrow Joe Burrow did this thing, and you know, and I'm not even knocking him because that's a great pick. But I think Dak with a one one oh yeah sorry with a one one oh four point two rating too. Um, I think Dak had a, a an impressive year, you know. So um, just to come back from a major injury, I think you know, in my opinion, Dak deserves that. But yeah, this you know. It, it is what it is. They both they both deserve it because they both had a hell of a season. So shout out to both of them quarterbacks. Um, coach of the year. Um, coach of the year. Uh, you know what? Out of out of respect for for what he did, even though he let go, I'm gonna give it to Flores because. Mm. understanding now going through the situation that he was going through in Miami 
um, you know, as stuff started to come out about, you know, all the different uh, issues he had from, you know, dealing with the, the GM and all this other stuff, for him to still have two two good seasons and then to, for him to finish off the, the season the way he did with the personnel that he had, yeah, I, I'm going to give it to um, Flores. All right. Um, I I can give it to so many people, but you know what? The, the only reason why this guy deserves it because the only reason why this coach deserves deserve it, in my opinion, is because nobody didn't expect this team to go to the playoffs. And um, and like I said back then, if they were seven to nine and eight to eight, they they would get respect. But they went nine and eight and went to the playoffs. You got to give it to Nick. Um, Nick Sirianni, um, you, you who who expected the Eagles to go to the playoffs and who expected the Eagles to actually do decent, you know, decent uh, enough to go to the playoffs and 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 just start from the beginning and and things is looking good for them. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna give mine to him. Shout out to him and shout out to you, Flores. You know, so far, so far, we got two different, we got two different picks. So this is very <laughs> interesting right here. <laughs> this is very, very interesting. Um, NF, NFC Rookie of the Year. Uh, NFC Rookie is, I'm going to give it to, to um, I'm going to give it to Parsons. Uh, like he, came in and definitely showed why at one point he was looked at as the you know one of the the top players to come out of his draft class so um yeah I'm, I'm gonna give it to Parsons um yeah that same pick Parsons and and MO <laughs> set the Cowboys rookie record um with with 13 sacks and the kid's just 22, and this is his first season. Very impressive. So, yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you, Kyle. We we agree to that. Um, shout out to you, Parsons. Um, AFC Rookie of the Year. Uh, the AFC Rookie, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of torn on this, but... I'm going to, you know what? I'm gonna I'm just go. I'm gonna give it to Mac Jones, and the reason why I say Mac Jones, you, well, obviously you know, like he's a favorite of mine. But outside of that, if you look at what he did, um, he almost threw for four thousand yards, and had a completion percentage. I think at like sixty-eight percent completion percentage, with a, a two-to-one touchdown ratio and literally had no marquee offensive threats on his, on that squad. Like the best, technically the best receiver probably on that squad was Hunter Henry. Mm. And, you know, he was still able to produce and, you know, a lot of people are going to say the system, but at the end of the day, even in a system, you still have to be able to make the throws, you know, and he made them, to a um, point where it was good enough that, you know, they made it to the playoffs. So 
Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Mac Jones. All right. Um, you already know who I'm going with Jamal Chase. Clear, clear, a clear animal, and um, the the pick. Um, I'm gonna call it the pick of the year because your pick, Kyle, was was the reason why this kid's just the animal. 81 catches, 1455 yards, and 13 touchdowns. The kid is, the kid is crazy, and um, yeah, and and he's not gonna do nothing but get better. So um, yeah, shout out, shout out to you, Mac Jones, and shout out to you, Chase. Um, yeah, both definitely deserve deserve this uh deserve the award. Um. What we got left? Oh yeah, we got uh NFC offense. Uh, no, we got yeah, but we could we could do both because yeah, that makes that makes sense. We got uh let's let's start off with the AFC defensive player of the year. Um, AFC defensive player of the year easily to me goes to uh to TJ Watt. Mm-hmm. You know he broke. He tied the, the the sack record this year, which, you know, that record's been there for quite some time before, you know, anyone was able to come close to it again. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to um, TJ. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to TJ Watt as well. A- animal. <laughs> Almost broke the record and should have broken the record, but, yeah, <laughs> But yeah, shout out, shout out to him. You know, shout out to both. Uh, shout out to TJ Watt. Uh, shout out to TJ Watt because that was that, that was an easy pick. Um, NFC Defensive Player of the Year. NFC. Um. Honestly, it's even though you know I said the numbers probably didn't you know stick out the same way as they um in some cases did. It's it's hard not to say Aaron Donald, you know what I mean? Like yes. the guy has been so consistent and so dominant, you know, for for all this time, and it showed in the fact that you know he helped them, you know, to get them to a place where you know, like I said, they're they're also in, you know, uh, the championship game. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Aaron Donald. Uh I was gonna, I, I, I was gonna go with the kid, uh, Trayvon Diggs from from the Cowboys, but after uh, Mr. Ayuk kind of like exposed him a little bit, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Aaron Donald as well. Um, yeah, he, he, Aaron Donald. No matter, no matter what the situation is, Donald is just, you know, performing, and he, and you know, really nobody can stop him as of right now. Unless if they double teaming them, so yeah, I'm gonna give Monster Aaron Donald as well. Shout out to you, Aaron Donald, well deserved. So now this is when the going gets tough. NFC Offensive Player of the Year. Um, yeah, that one, that one, I'm not sure of. Um, actually, you know what? Nah, yeah, I. I guess gotta go. I gotta go with um, Cooper. Cooper Cup and the guys. <laughs> he he definitely put on a show. And I think about it, and you know, almost two thousand yards receiving, which is damn near like unheard of. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Cooper Cup. 
Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Cooper Cup as well. Um, it just shows. It's just you know what, Kyle. It shows the difference when you got a quarterback like Stafford, you know, behind the uh, behind the center than uh, Jared Goff, and Stafford makes sure that man had the numbers. Um, shout out to Cooper Cup, well well deserved. Um, AFC Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, for me, that, that honor, uh, goes to, uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor. He was a, he was a, he was a totally beast this year, you know, even though he would probably would have had a run for his money if, um, if Henry didn't get hurt, but. Even then, still, he, you know, 1,800 yards with a over five yard per carry average. You know, that's that's definitely uh, big time numbers there. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to um, Taylor. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I can't even say nothing about that because that was definitely my pick. Um, he, he definitely played his ass off and kept them Colts alive in the playoffs and they should have been in the playoffs and they just couldn't beat the, they couldn't beat the Raiders or the Jags, Jags for nothing. But, you know, it is what it is though. So shout out to you, Taylor. You definitely deserve it. And last but not least, our final title, which is the MVP. Uh, yes, for the, for the season MVP, uh, I'm, I'm definitely giving it to, uh, Mr. Rogers. Again, the man was counted out, you know, going through all the different craziness that the organization was going through with him and all that stuff. And he, he didn't flinch. You know what I mean? He came, came right into work, whatever. And, you know, did his thing. You know what I mean? Like uh, obviously, you know, they fell short in the um, the playoffs, but he was he he showed why he deserves to you know to be in the in the uh, you know in the in the same category in the same uh, realm as some of the other greats that you know are mentioned when you talk about quarterbacks. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, yeah. I, um, I agree, but I, you know what, I think it's going to be two. Um, it's going to be Rogers and Tom Brady. Um, a reason why I said this man, I, I didn't want to say his name, but I have to say it because when you're 45 and you're getting 5,000 passing yards with 43 touchdowns and 12 interceptions with a rating of 102.1, that's very impressive. There's not many quarterbacks at 45 that's going to do that, you know, and I, I I have to give it to him. You know, Rodgers is very impressive. 37 touchdowns, four interceptions, 4,000 passing yards. Uh, you, you can't – and he's doing it with a broken toe, you know, and it, but both of them are very impressive. I, I have to give it to both of them. It's, 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 it's too hard for me to choose. I'm 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 gonna go with with two MVPs and they both deserve it, man. Um, if if either one get get it, I won't be mad at all because they both played the hell of a season, even though they both is out. 
which is very weird. <laughs> yeah, so now we can get into this crazy, this crazy divisional round games. Oh, man, let's let's start off with uh, the Bengals. The Bengals, the Bengals won, beat the Titans, shocker, in Tennessee, 19 to 16. Yeah, that one, I said, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. For me, it wasn't a shocker. Like I said, I felt that um, the Bengals. Were oh, yeah, yeah, you did pick the Bengals. Because, um, and then I said, it, part of which is the fact, you know, Henry did come back. And to me, I think that they, they kind of tried to give him the ball too much. Agree. Coming back, you know, from the, the, the long hiatus that he had. So, um, but at the same time, it's like, it still is Henry. So how do you not give him the ball, I guess? So it's not like I'm faulting them to say that they did something wrong. It's just that it didn't work out. You know what I mean? Right. I felt like they rushed Henry back though. Like they like 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 when you watch the game, Kyle, did you like when they gave uh Foreman the ball, they was they was moving. But with right. Henry, they just seems like that everything was the slow tempo and he looks like he just wasn't one hundred percent. Right. I said, it's, it's think about how long he he wasn't playing, you know. So mm. that that type of um, you know, saying that type of um time off, mm. you never know how it really you know affects a player in regards to themselves and how they play, and also how the the team around them you know, plays when he's on the field and running. You know what I mean? Right. So I said that that was <laughs> gonna be a tough situation for them to me, for them to, to, to beat a Bengals team, especially the way the Bengals have been playing. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree to it. But I also felt like the Tennessee lost the games themselves, especially the offense. Um like like for instance, they was at the uh the Bengals six, I think. When Tannehill threw the ball, tipped up interception. Um, Tennessee had plenty of chances to score, and they just couldn't execute for some apparent reason. And it just it just didn't work out the way how they wanted to. They the the Bengals O line sucks, <laughs> nine to ten ten sacks. That's really bad. But to still win the game, that's really really bad. You know, so I just think that um, uh, yeah. Um, they they need to go back to the playbook, and I felt like they should have gave that kid for him in the ball. If he got four carries for sixty six yards, give give it to the hot man. You know, I get it. Henry is back, but you gotta give it to the hot man. Yeah, I I just thought to me, I think their their game plan should have been more of a play action type thing. Correct. You know, and you know, use Henry as the the decoy. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with the receivers that you have, you know. Yeah, but um, I said they 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 tried what they they thought was best, and fortunately for them, it didn't work out. <laughs> right, and also that kicker McPherson, man, I I, I knew it was going to be something about him. I I spoke about him before that uh before the draft, and that damn it, Cincinnati got him, and now they got a kicker. 
And that was our problem. We needed a kicker. And I was hoping the Jets drafted him, but they didn't. So it is what it is. So, yeah, shout out to the Bengals. Big win for them. Um, to come out for a uh, four-win team last season to go to the AFC Championship, it, it, it leaves, as a Jet fan, it leaves, it leaves my hopes open for next season. I hope so. But we'll see about that. Uh, 49ers shocked the Packers at Lambeau Field in the cold, in snow, 13 to 10. <laughs> yeah, that's – that was definitely a shocker. Um, I don't know. I think one of the – I said definitely one of the, the, the things that I do fault Rogers with at times, I think that he tries to, you know, focus in on Adams a little bit too much. True, agree. You know what I mean? Um, he's Adams is definitely you know one of the you know if not the but at least top five receivers in the league. Agree. But at the end of the day, with the way the 49ers defense is, you know they're they're pretty decent, you know, and good defenses can bracket and and you know find ways to cover when you when it's one guy they have to worry about you know right. so mm-hmm. i think that definitely hurt you know there's the the situation you know but you know what Kyle they special team sucks really bad the Packers special team sucks really really bad <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, really, really bad because that special teams I think cost them that game as well. Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold it, but you know, Garoppolo made the plays when they counted, but it was a, it was a hell of a defensive game, and I just didn't expect the 49ers to do it, but they did it. Um, it's just so crazy that we was just talking about Goop. This might be Goopolo's last year with the 49ers due to dumb drafting Trey Lance and look at them. They in the NFC championship game. So shout shout out to the 49ers, man. Big shout out to them. Um Brady almost made a comeback, a, a big comeback. We we almost went back to um the Patriots Atlanta Falcons days, but <laughs> if they fell short due to Cooper Cup. The Rams will beat them to 30 to 27. Yeah. I thought it was going to be hard for, for the Rams to, I mean, for, for Tampa Bay to uh, to come out on top, especially with, um, to me, with the, with the injuries and the lack of personnel that Tampa Bay was going in with, you know, mm-hmm. not having Godwin, not having A.B., like I said, that's definitely big factors, you know, to think about yes. when, you know, you have uh, when you're going up against a, a defense, you know, like the Rams have, you know, uh, Tom Brady did, you know, do his thing and try to, you know, work that that Brady magic, <laughs> and it almost happened too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, at the end of the day, that's the Rams. They they just had a little bit more, you know, to to get them on top. <laughs> it's just so crazy that two passes the Cooper Cup can end the game and snap. It's it's just so crazy. Cooper Cup had an amazing game, 
Um, again, and um, and you know, Stafford did his thing too, but um, it should to be honest, Kyle, it should have never been. It should have never went went down like that. It should have been a blowout, and it should have been left alone. You know, and to make and we get it, it's Brady, but it shouldn't have never happened. You know, they should have got the blowout and they should be rested up getting ready for the 49ers. And, you know, it's a little bit it's a little bit skeptical, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But it was a big win for the Rams and shout out to the Rams. And like like we both said, Kyle, Rams don't make the Super Bowl. It's, this is a fail. This is a fail season for them. <laughs> so shout out to the Rams. And last but not least, the goddamn Grim Reaper. Then shut down the damn Bills in the 13 seconds, the last 13 seconds, and in overtime to beat the Bills 42 to 36. Yeah, that game was really crazy because, like I said, I was actually watching it, and I watched them, the Bills, you know, get that that last score with 13 seconds left, and I just was doing something else. I was like, oh, this game is over, whatever, and turned away. And then came back to it. It was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Kansas City won? <laughs> like, how in the world? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. It's, and it, I would say, just to, just to, to speak on the, like, you know, a lot of the, the, the backlash and upset people that talk about the overtime rules. At the end of the day, yes, Allen, you know, you, the only one team got the ball in, in overtime. But at the end of the day, it's on the Bills' defense. You know I agree. I mean? The Bills' defense lost that game for them, just like how, yes. you know, in this case, Kansas City's offense won the game for them. You know what I mean? So agree. It's, you know, I don't, I don't think that, you know, there should be any rule changes or whatever. That's just the way that the, the game is played. And, and you know, going into uh, overtime, especially with a team like Kansas City that has the weapons that they are, you know what I mean? It only, it could have took one play and the game could have been over. <laughs> I with agree. The, you know, the type of personnel they have. You've seen, you know, Tyreek Hill's uh, uh, ability, you know what I mean? That guy is is, is different. <laughs> so, you know, they had opportunity. Bills had opportunity to stop them. They just didn't, and that's that's all it comes down to. You know, when when you have when you got the ball with 13 seconds left, um, you shouldn't be playing trying to play far out, especially with three timeouts left, and especially with Patrick Mahomes, you know, there. Like I said, the last place you want to play at, um, shout out to uh, Overdue Bills podcast because because I just spoke, you know, we just spoke to them about that. I said the last place you want to play is is in KC because of that damn Mahomes. Mahomes is special. We we cannot deny this. We cannot deny it, Kyle. That that man is special. <laughs> yeah. And with the players that he got with him, like the Bills, yes, they had the. Yes, they had the best passing defense in the NFL, but you can't stop him. You cannot stop Mahomes. You can try to, but you can't stop him. And that's what makes him special. But at the same time, credit to Josh Allen because Josh and this this is the best game 
of Josh Allen's career so far, in my opinion. Right. In my opinion, this is the best game he had. And look, look, yeah. Diggs, Diggs didn't even wasn't even a factor. It was it was your your pick, Kyle Gabriel <laughs> Davis. Isn't that some shit? <laughs> Excuse my language, but isn't that something? Davis, two hundred yards, four touchdowns. Yep, set up, did something that not even Jerry Rice did. You know what I mean? To, to think about that, four t- four receiving touchdowns in a playoff game, which is you know it's crazy. But but we have to shout out Josh Allen. We got to shout out Gabriel Davis for playing a hell of a game for kicking for keeping the Bills in it. The Bills defense just couldn't couldn't get the win, and 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 I, I feel so bad. I feel bad for the Bills fans, but at the same time, it's it's Mahomes, it's the Chiefs, and they they coming back for a vengeance this this uh this playoffs. But hell of a game. This this divisional round had to be one of the best. One of the best in years, and 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 I was and I was all for it too. So shout shout out to all teams, and thank y'all for giving us a hell of a week of football. Um, who's who you got for uh your player of the week? Um, I said even even though they lost, so I gotta say I gotta give it to Gabriel Davis. So that guy. Like he, he set a record, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I said, he, he did something that not even some of the greats that's, you know, in Canton right now have done. So, yeah, I, I'm going to give it to, I would give it to my guy. I, I hear you. Uh, I, I, it would be easy for me to send the Grand, the Grand Reaper, but I, I'm, I'm not going to give it to the Grand. Um, I'm going to give it to Cooper Cup. Because Cooper Cup is is an animal. Cooper Cup is an animal, and he's showing why he's the offensive player of the year. So, um, yeah, you got I got to give it to Cooper Cup. So, shout out to you, Cooper Cup. Shout out to you, Gabriel Davis. Yes, you took it. Yes, you took the L, but goddamn, you came out fighting. You and Josh Allen. So, shout out, shout out to all of y'all. Um, AFC Championship game: Bengals versus Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I, I think the, the, you know, the, the Cinderella story ends there. And I said, I think the Chiefs, uh, ends up back in the, the, the Super Bowl one more time. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, nobody didn't expect the Bengals to go to the AFC championship game. Um, you gotta give, you gotta give them a hell of a year. Like I said, as a Jet fan, this, this excites me because of before the four win team made made some changes and made some moves and to be in the AFC championship game, it, it gives me hope. Um, not too much until you know next season comes, but it, it gives me hope because they they doing something well. Um, but yeah, it stops there. Yeah, the Grim the Grim Reaper got to shut y'all down. <laughs> So, so yeah, <laughs> I'm going with the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs will be back for a third year in a row, and I don't think they're going to slow down anytime soon. Um, and last but not least, the NFC Championship game between the NFC West rival, 49ers, and the Rams. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Rams. On this one, uh, I definitely think it's going to be a tough game. 
uh, for them to win. But I, I think at the end of the day, they're going to come out on top. I think based on the fact of how good they are on both sides of the ball, uh, as I said, is, is to me is the, the main factor in, in all of this. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I definitely, uh, you know, commend what San Francisco's done under under the circumstances. You know, yes. You know, with the personnel and stuff that they have, and still been able to do, you know, what they were able to do to get to where they're at now. But yeah, I think I'm just, um, I'm, I'm definitely gonna go with the the Rams on this one. Um, yeah, I I agree with you. This is gonna be a very tough game. Um, uh, I know Debo Samuel got injured, but they say he's supposed to be practicing. He should be okay. But I think that's going to play a, a part in the Rams defense. Uh, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Ramsey, and, and Cole, straight animals. Stafford, better quarterback. Um, Cooper Cup, wide receivers, better. Um, like I said, Beckham is doing good. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I got the I got the Rams. So, Rams and Chiefs, oof, that's going to be that's going to be very good, and that's going to be very interesting to watch. Um, so yeah, <laughs> and also last but not least, Kyle, I forgot I did forget to say this. They said the Jets might be on a uh, hog not life's um, hog not life, yeah, uh, for next season. Uh, I think it was dumb the Lions or the uh, who's the last team? It was dumb the Lions. It was a different team too. It was like a low winning team, but they said the Jets could be back. So yeah, mm-hmm. mm. I don't know. Um, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't mind it, but I also think, uh, based on you know what we're trying to do, being a young team and all, I do think that that might be a bit of a distraction. You know, to I agree. But you know, if it happens, it happens. You know. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, I just wanted to bring that out. I forgot to talk about that. But anyways, that's it for our episode. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast and also Facebook. Search NY Jets Fans Group. Not not the page, but the group. If you if you want to, uh, myself, Kyle, we got. 400 uh, Jets members on there, over 400, close to 500 members on there. You come check us out on there. Um, we welcome y'all with open arms. Um, excuse me, open arms. But we do this for y'all every week. Until next week, take a flight. Mm-hmm.